Okay, so I'm not a pro by any means. Um, just I'm learning as I go. But uh, between Shelby and I, we are the main people who take care of the maintenance of our database and doing everything. So I'm actually going to turn the lights off so you guys can see the screen a little better. If that's okay. Is that good? Okay. All right. So just a little introduction about myself. Um, I graduated from Valley Forge um, two years ago. I recently got married. This is my husband, Jabez, here for some support. Um, so we uh, moved to Plain City. And if you don't know, Hope Church is a church plant. So we're small, but we're growing, which is awesome. Um, and so right now, it's been really fun to kind of figure out the different things we can do with Realm and the ways we can set it up, how it best benefits us. And so um, in doing that, we... Shelby handles a lot more of the accounting side of stuff. I really don't dive into that as much, but I do dive into the people part of Realm. And so this is what Realm can offer you. We have the profiles. It can track attendance and our giving. It's a way to communicate and connect via email and an app, which I'll show you later. We have our child check-in. Um, we also have the accounting reports, um, group tracking. Our assimilation system is all based through the same all through the same um, software. It can have analytics for you to fill out the end of the year report. And we can also do event registration for either your small groups, your your different, um, let's say, your ministries that you are doing. So we have church-wide events that we do, and then we also have our you know smaller events that we do. So the first thing I want to highlight for you is our profile. So if you don't mind, I'm going to switch over to our realm. And so whatever happens at Synergy stays at Synergy. This is our church information, so just be mindful of that. Um, all right, so... All right, so this is logging onto realm right away. So up here we have... This is our staff profile, so there's different security levels. Um, but we have the notifications, as you can see at the top, where... If someone has missed something, it will show up here right away when I first log in. So I'm very mindful of, oh, this person needs followed up with. I need to do this. This needs done. So, um, But that's all through how you set it up. Let me show you. So for my profile, um, this is what the profiles look like. I'm literally just going to go through the different highlights of what, what they can offer you. Um, so here we have myself. So like I said, I have staff privileges. I have you know, more what's going on. Um, it can, links you with um, your family. So if I had kids, they'd all be listed here as well. Great. has my name, my address, um, phone number, email. Um, it tells you at the very top when I first came, um, when I last logged in. And then I'm going to show you these little tabs here. I can tell you what groups I'm involved in. So I've went to an ACS Realm training. Um, I'm the Connections team leader. I go to a small group called Guardrails right now, part of the HC Women, Hope Church. Um, and it also tracks what I've been through already. So I lead is here. That's a small group that we had um, last session uh, of our small groups. And so you can say, oh, she's already been through I lead. She's good to go. Um, starting point, same thing. I lead that. Also, um, I haven't, I did register for an event. I registered for an event for group life, which was this past time. So it can tell you, oh, she's been to this event. You know, it distracts you where you've been going. Ordinances is not one that I've dived into a lot, which I know we need to, but it can track our baptism when that happened, track our marriage. Pastor Julie and Shelby married us, so we could put that under our marriage tab for your ordinances. And then any notes that you add on, tag on to any of the profiles that you add into the system will always be linked to your profile. So everything's all inclusive right there. 
So I want to show you one that is not staff, one that's just a normal attendee, Sunday attendee. So, so here we have the same information, the very beginning, all her personal information. Her husband is off to the side right here. Then um, we're going to go up to groups. Same thing. She's involved with women, the whole Hope Church as a, as a general group. Um, here's one that was not on my profile is Pathways because I'm the one doing the Pathways. This is someone who's gone through Pathways. Um, so if she was, say, a first-time guest, she would be, our pathway would be here where she would say, okay, she's a first-time guest. She's on the second step of our system, which I'll show, I'll show you more about that later. So that's something that they have um, for our attendees. And then same thing, events, ordinances, and then any notes that they have. So that's our highlight for the profiles. Very simple. Everything's all-inclusive, which I really, really enjoy. And they are able to take, um, they are able to log in to Realm themselves, and they can add that. They can add any more information they want to add in. They can add in that picture um, for them to be more personalized, I guess. You know. Um, the next thing I want to show you is our check-in system. So under our tab, there's two different tabs for you to see in our people thing. So we have community reporting admin. Our check-in is going to be under admin, and it's right here, check-in. And so we have different levels of our um, check-in system. So we use check-in for attendance on Sunday mornings for child check-in as well. Everything's there. We have a student ministries check-in where all of our kids come in for the youth and they are able to track attendance that way as well. And so we're going to just go ahead and do uh, weekly worship. And so I'm going to launch the kiosk for you so you can see what it looks like on a Sunday morning. So we're going to launch this weekly worship. And it gives you some different modes. If you're just doing primarily all church event without any guests coming, this is what you would want to choose. For this, it allows you for people to sign up for it, which is really awesome because our first-time visitors come and we want to get their information, right? Like we're church people. We're, connect we're connecting with people. So we're going to click that one and launch kiosk. So you can change the background, the picture, and everything. But all you have to do is type in your last name. And so it brings up your whole family. If we had kids, they'd be listed too. You press on your name, your family, and then it's going to do add to event. So you add to event, and usually, like for us, there is our Sunday morning service. There's our little little kids, and there's also our you know our middle age middle age kids, our discovery class. And so usually, there's three different things that are there. You press, you add them to an event, and then um, you check in those people, and it prints the badge. Really simple. You're able to pair. Um, well, we have this Windows tablets that we use at our check-in station with a little badge printer, and it just—it's so simple. It just prints it out for you. You can also do it um, wirelessly with a tablet too. We have one of those as well, which is really cool. So, is there any questions so far about check-in? No. We—I mean, people sign in as a guest. And so you can add a guest. It will just ask for their name. We add another family member, save the information, and then, like I just said, you would add them to an event like I showed you before. Um, does anyone want to try it to see what it's like? I mean, I don't know if you just want to put it out there. I don't want to make you feel embarrassed or anything, but that's um, that's our check-in. We also do check-in, like I said, through attendance. That's how we track our attendance. So 
I were small enough. I know everyone's last name. I can type in their name. Oh, they've been here, you know, and if whatever, whoever I don't get, Shelby usually gets for me at the, at the end, which is really nice. Yeah, I'm going to try to talk loud until the recording will hear me. Um, yeah, we've been doing the check-in since the very beginning, and what's really cool is when we were first meeting in a temporary location, we, we had a large lobby that we were using, and we actually had somebody stationed at the front door with a tablet before they even had shared printing available, which they do now. It's very seamless. Uh, and I was able to check in people with a tablet so that their badges were waiting for them by the time they got near the actual check-in counter for the for the um, children's areas. And uh, it's it's very easy. You can customize what appears on those badges now. You can customize the different groups so that if you're checking in for a kids group, badges will generate. We check in everybody, even all of our adults. And so um, with the different kinds of groups, you can say if this group has a badge printed or not, and so it doesn't print any badges for adults, unless they happen to be an adult that is that is helping in one of our children's rooms, um, so that they will have they will have a badge uh, for them, like the, like the children as well. And then moms and dads get a security badge comes right along with that. It's designed where it can be ripped in half, so if moms and dad has to go separate ways, they can pick up kids from different parts of the building after service without having to have the one badge to go back and forth between different rooms. And I really like the customizable badges that they have. So say a mom comes in with a diaper bag, we can put one of those ba badges on the diaper bag. They're able to know which bag belongs to which kid, which we all, we all need that, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's our check-in. Um, let me just um, go through this. So our attendance, like I said, it's the same way as our check-in. But I just want to show you a report of our attendance because um, so, Realm also generates our reports for us, which is awesome. So... Oh, sorry, dashboard. So here we have attendance. You can see, I mean, it just gives you numbers. If you're into numbers, gives you our graphing, you know, our visual that we need to be able to keep track of all of that. And there's also our involvement as well. Do your giving, which Shelby will touch on next session. What was that winning picture? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want to highlight groups for a second. Um, I really like groups a lot. It's one of my favorite besides Pathway. Um, groups, here we go. All right, so this is a breakdown of your whole church group system. This is a breaks it down a little bit. So um, I'm just going to highlight our church group one for a second. Okay, so you are able to set the primary leaders you want for this group. Um, obviously, you can see it goes along with our worship service. So the people that are part of our worship service group gets plugged into this, um, our meeting time, ministry area. But it's really great because if you're trying to do an all-church email, you can email them through this group. It looks more professional. You know, it, it seems it comes out without it having your personal, um, you know, stuff attached to it. And so... We have the events that's all included with Hope Church. Um, here you can see we had our worship service. There's, I clicked the wrong one, didn't I? Um, but just a little bit like that. So, I mean, it's, it keeps it all connected in one place for your church. For small groups, though, what we really used it for 
especially recently, is our um, small groups. And so you're able to set up the group, the, the location, the the information you need for the group, um, the, the leaders over that group. And then what you're able to do is um, add the participants in. You can check attendance through this. If it's a larger group, um, that might be really helpful for you to track your small group attendance. Um, if you're wanting to, I'm in the wrong one. I'm sorry, guys. Here we go. Also, if you're wanting to send them a message, um, one of the things that Realm offers is that it has a app that goes with it. And so whoever has the app on their phone will be able to get the message that you send, email and through the social media that they have, which is really cool because you're all connected. That's one of the pros, one of the, um, that we will talk about a little bit later. But you don't need the app to get the email, though. No, the email will go. Yep. So. Right. And so this is what the app looks like. Right here, you can see, um, it's just sending you a notification, like I said. So I know that something is going on or like, you know, someone sent a message, posted something, a picture. If uh, my husband is the leader of our small group. And so if he ad uploads a video or a file, that will come across as well, which is really great. You know, it's just like a, a social, like a social media aspect of that. Um, we have not dived into that as much, but I think we're definitely going to be looking more into that a, a little bit more. So that's definitely one thing that you want to keep in mind. Is there any group texting, or is that something that would come along later or in that development? Yeah. If I can show you a little bit about last night, texting's been heard from our R&D, so. So, yeah. Um, and then. I will say, in regards to that answer to that question, Dan, um, the Connect app is what it's called. Uh, for for that communications purposes, and it's really intended, and in, it really works in kind of two different ways. Where there is there is that social media Facebook feel, where you can create a post and people can respond and reply. But then there is a in, inside that app functionality, there is a messaging. It's kind of like an instant, it's kind of like an instant messaging system within that app itself. So it's not a true. You're not going to use your text messaging capabilities for that. But if you're communicating with a specific group, if you have a staff group created, you can within that group create a message thread uh, that's that's all warehoused within your database. I didn't know that. So that's really cool. Um, um, if we have something you want to send out for to just our staff alone, like we have a complete different group for just our staff, which is, I don't know, I just think it's really cool how you can break it up and customize it the way you, you would like to customize it to best benefit you. Um, the next thing I would like to show you is our registration. So this is under admin. So I created a registration for Synergy. Um, it opened last night. It's going to close tonight at 5 p.m. So all you have to do to add a, a registration is it's so simple. And if there is a fee attached to a registration, you can include that. They can pay online through Realm, um, safe and secure. And so if we'd add, we add a different event, say we had this class, so we could type in that class, the description of the class, the time, the location, the contacts for that class, um, who can be, who can it be visible to, you know, um, how many seats are allowed in it. So if it's a closed, you know, we can, we can taper it off. Um, you can add an event cost. Okay. Well, you can add an event cost, I promise. <laughs> um, and then, and then, um, it'll be, it'll be 
available to the public if you do, you know, for everyone to see. And it has a link that you can put on your social media pages. You can put on in your email for your church to see. Everything is all inclusive right there in your registration. We've used this for like a parents' night out. We actually opened it up to our community and we had a family register um, through it and some some people pay for it through it. Like we had a like a cost per family or whatever. And it was really cool. It was really simple, simplified. Um, we also do our group life registration, which there's no cost attached to it, just like a sign up. And so um, it doesn't have to be like a huge event. It can be something smaller where it's coming to attend, you know, or I'm going to be going to this event. So that's pretty simple. I really like this feature as well. It's really helpful. All right, and then the last the last thing I really want to point out to you to everyone is pathways. So pathways are is so flexible in what they do. Um, I use pathways primarily for assimilation. So we do our connections process through this. I have a first time guest follow up, second time guest follow up. After they have attended three three times, we invite them to a starting point class that we we host, and so I'm able to track them through that. When I say track, I want to show you what I mean by that. So. Um, this is the system that I've created for for this. So this is my steps that I have created for this. So when they when they come to church, they fill out a Connect card and they give it to me at the Connect Center. I give them a gift, right? We all basic, right? So once I get their Connect card, I plug in their information as a profile, which I showed you the very first thing. And then as as I go do this, I'm going to add my husband just for an example um, to go through the process. So Jabez came, I gave him the gift. Um, now we're going to go ahead and do this drop-down menu, and we're going to go to move to a different step because I have numbered steps. And so the next step will be um, giving him an email. And if there's something attached, maybe he's a single dad, and you know he didn't indicate that on his Connect card, I can make a note of that just for this part. part. So we're aware of his situation. Um, so I'm going to skip that for now, but that te- that note stays with him throughout the pathway. Okay, so I gave him the email. I can send the email right through this pathway. Right down here is the email, or I could add him to a group. There's different options you can do. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and move him to a different step in pathways. And so our next step is giving giving him a handwritten note, sending him that note. And so same thing. There's an opportunity for you to send a note. And there he is. He completed the last step. Now we're going to mark him complete in the pathway. And so now when he was going through that pathway, you'll be able to see, oh, he's going through the first-time guest pathway. Um, So that's how I've set up our assimilation. For me, it's working really well. But maybe for you, you set it up a different way and that, you know, you have different steps. Um, Maybe they're not ordered. For me, I found that it's helpful that they're ordered. They go right to the next next step. Um, Let me show you one that's not ordered, per se. So these are my steps for starting point. These are ordered, but... Um, same idea. So I created this pathway, um, a while ago for our starting point guests. And so I couldn't keep track of who had attended and who had not attended. So I was like, I need some way to organize these people. So I went ahead and I sent an email to like everyone and whoever, um, confirmed from that email, I went ahead and moved them to this step right here. 
Um, and then if they still haven't responded to my email, I said, all right, I'm going to send another email. Starting points next week. Like, we need to get people through this, right? So I went ahead. A couple more people signed up. These are our confirmed attendees. And then when they actually attend the class, I went to the next step, step number four. And then um, as they came to each class, it's a three-week session, I had them go through the whole the whole process, each step. And then once it was completed, it was completed. And so I knew who went through starting point. And we also have a starting point group as well, which we're um, utilizing as well. This was there before, so we're using our pathway. But um, let me show you one that's not ordered. So, for example, our water baptisms. So we just have a general water baptism um, pathway. Nothing's ordered. There's no steps. As you can see, I'm under the steps tab. There's no steps. But this will show that they've been water baptized at Hope Church during the time that we've had it. And so this will stay with their profile. You'll be able to see it. It's active. Is there a place where you would track when? Um, or does that have to just go in your notes? I think it tracks. Let me double check. Well, this was, this was actually... This was actually enabled before the ordinances function was enabled in Realm, and and that is actually where you could tag that specifically on the date when that occurred for that person on their profile record. So we're kind of doing a both and in that regard. Um, so I don't know if this would be the place that would have that specific date. It may have, it may have, but I know that's a that's a profile specific item as well. That's under that's on there. So I did that for my boy. I mean, it will track the date that you add it into. Yeah, you have a question? So if you wanted to add a new step, mm -hmm. do you just go under steps? Mm -hmm. as, you, as you go to um, the pathway, let me see. Um, I'll just show you how to add a pathway. Um, you can add steps right, right here, okay. and you do this as well. So, I mean, the one that we did with water baptism, salvation, uh, baby dedication, we just saved it. We just... Had, we didn't add any steps. It was just the overview, basically. But then the other ones, we added steps. And you can arrange the order of them, label them however you want. Um, I co I was collaborating with another person in our church for follow-up with a guest. and Like, guest, sorry, not just one guest. Um, we um, I have her as a step leader. And so she's able to track and see everything that I'm doing. And she has access to that. you know. And all the emails that I said will go to her as well. So we're, it's not having to forward emails, which is annoying. You know, so... So there's a way to allow access. Yes, there is. So for like us, now that there's ordinances in it, would we want to do more ordinances for like water baptism and like baptism in the spirit go a pathway? You might do, you might do, actually, even for water baptism, I can think of two things because it really depends on how you implement that in your church. If you have some kind of water baptism orientation class. We do where, four. Where, where you have people that you just, you just want to meet with them and... and get some discussion of you know, what the nature of the theology of water baptism that might be that might either be a group or a pathway scenario either one of those but and then you would tag those on the profiles once once the actual ceremony had been done so tag the ordinance section yeah. once and then like baptism of the holy spirit that would be more of a pathway perhaps yeah if, yeah depends on how you're processing that because you can add that as an ordinance the ordinances you can define what you want listed okay. in there. You okay. can add you can add more pieces to that puzzle. Okay. We only have those two because those were just the first two. Yeah. Okay. So, I really enjoy pathways. Um, 
it takes a while to get them set up. I mean, not a while, but I mean, it just takes time to set up your, your process, your steps. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, but once you're, have that all set up, it's so easy. You just go through and add your, add your people in to where they need to go. And the nice thing about the pathway process is you have a, you have what they call pathway leaders for our, our purposes. That's Lydia. But then you can have step leaders. So Lydia's not, she doesn't have to be, again, we're, we're a small church plant at this point in time, so Lydia's involved in a lot of the process. But as you grow, if you're the church that has the visitor follow-up where someone makes a home visit with some cookies or a coffee mug or whatever it might be, you can have a step leader so that I'm going to assign Dan to be the one that goes for the home visitation, and, and then Dan can say when that's been done. He can, and he's in, he's the leader for that, so he can go in on his record when he logs in, and and he can mark that that step has been completed. And then then the step three or four, maybe somebody else on entirely, or may come back to Lydia for something, and he, and you can assign who does what in that process. So, yep, so that's pathways. Um, I wanted to highlight some of the features that. Um, that realm offers so i mean why realm right like why why do why should we go with realm they have everything that they have is secure they have our multiple they have multiple ways of giving um they the registration process your payments your like i said your giving it's secure it's safe you know and can be assured that that information will stay private and also like we can control who can see what profile like you can you can give access to who needs access, which, you know, that's, that's awesome. Um, it's a pay as you go. So you subscribe for what you use and then you manage your account. Um, it's easy to use. Like I said, there's the app, you know, we, I, I, um, if I wasn't so much involved in behind the scenes, if I was just attending, I would be using the app like for sure. I'm always on my computer though for, for this, for realm. So for me, I'm like, okay, I can just see it on my computer, but, um, it's developing rapidly. So if we have questions and if, like he was talking about earlier, tech support is awesome. So they are aiming for great customer service <laughs> and they want to make sure that they hear your voice. And it seems like they're constantly constantly developing which is which is great so there's adding new things and um it's connected back end um it's all synced together and then we have the mobile experience which which is great because everything seems to be mobile now um here's some pricing options for you we have realm inform realm connect and realm multiply and so there's just different tiers here's the pricing for those um you can see for yourself it's kind of laid out for you. Shelby, which one are we using? Uh, you'll most, uh, the Realm Inform level is strictly a church and internal database system. So though it, though it is web-based, it's pretty much just for your church staff. It does not have the capability of your people to, to have their own logins where they can log in, manage their family structure, manage their online giving, and so forth. Um, Realm, Con- Realm Connect is what we have and what most of our uh, solo church operations would have. I'm sure that's probably what you guys have. Um, the Realm Multiply is their deployment that they have available for that multi-campus, multi-site church. Uh, so for those that uh, in our world that have mul- multiple campuses that all are under one umbrella, uh, that's where the Multiply would come in. We do have one, at least one that I'm aware of here in Ohio that utilizes that 
um, down in Cincinnati that uses the Realm Multiply. Um, but Realm Connect is the one that provides everything that uh, you've heard about today as far as the capabilities for your, for your staff and for your people. Um, I know not everybody here is yet using that. I had a couple of hands that were. Um, has anybody ever looked at what it, what it looks like on the people on the user side, not the staff user side, but just the just average Joe Church member? Because it looks a lot different than what you've seen here. Have you, have you done that? We don't, we don't have it yet. You don't have that yet? Oh, that's right. You're in the process of making yeah. that transition. Uh, it does look a lot different because the first thing that you come to as a as a person that's just logging in is is your what you would think of as that your news feed. So if any group that you're involved in, uh, any group that you may be involved in, if they have had some kind of announcement, that's going to be at the top of your of your news feed. And then from there, you can go into your profile, update your own record, update your you know family structure. Um, and so forth, and do your online giving right from within there on the people record. And, and, and the interface looks a little simpler, actually, for just the member user as opposed to what the staff site uh, user sees. Do you, when you're talking about the check-in, you guys are church plant, you know, um, are you aware of larger churches like us that are using that, you know, for every member check-in? Or is that too cumbersome at that point? Or... I do not know if Radiant Life Church is using it for every member check-in, but I do know that they are using it for all of their kid men check-ins. Which we intend and, to and do. What I, here, so here is what I do. Uh, we're averaging right now about 60 people on a Sunday morning. That's that's you know everything that, that walks on two legs and is breathing. <laughs> we, we track everything. So, um, so, so what, I, what I have the luxury of doing, because, because I'm... OCD, um, I, I will make sure that every person in the building that I can possibly check in actually is checked in. And if I miss them by chance, I will stand at the back while I'm also running the pro presenter for the service. I will, I will have my tablet up and running, and I will go through the attendance of all the classes that I know that are in session, and I will mark them in. So what can happen, because this is fully tablet-enabled, because this is just a web product, you can either using the app scenario. With the app scenario, the challenge is the person using the app must be an, a, a leader of the groups that you're tracking attendance for, which is not always the case. So you may have to provide somebody a staff level login so that they can do what I do. And that is, I will go through all the, because I'm not a leader of our preschool class or our elementary school class, but I am an administrator on the staff user side and so I can see all of those groups and can just mark attendance for them. So you could have someone who has that level of permission and they can stand at the back or in your balcony and they can do their very best or if there's some other methodology that you're already tracking, Radiant Life Church in Dublin still, as far as I know, they pass the blue book down the aisle, down the road. We so do they, our kids men on Realm and then we, we do our kids men on Realm and then for adult check-in or teenager, we do the little black books. Yeah, they, they pass. They pass. I think I, I forgot you were from you were from there. Um, they they pass the blue book, and then I know one of the functions that Dawn does on Monday morning is she goes through those and and based on her memory from Sunday, <laughs> the blue book, she will she will check the attendance for every oh, person that was there wow. as much as possible. But that could all happen on Sunday morning if you gave tablets to two or three people. And they have the right permissions. They could they could simply stand at the back of your auditorium, and this is where you hope your people know your people. <laughs> Just 
going to throw that out there as well, um, uh, where they could stand back there and they could mark the attendance for your adult services, even if you didn't actually have them check in. Now, here's the thing. Hopefully, with all of your parents, they will check in when they check their kid in. Because the way the system works, when I hit, when I type in Pratt on our system, I tap myself on our screen, my whole family comes up. And it shows that I am registered as an attendee of the morning worship service. And so I will tap that I'm there, and Julie is there, and Anna is there, and if Chloe is working in the Kidmen, I'll tap that she's in that room, Sam's back in Discovery, and so I will check my family of five in all at the same time. So half of our people, because half of our family, people are, or more than that, our families, we get the, most of the adults anyway. Yeah. So that's a, we may be a little bit of an adoration in that regard, but then we just make sure that we track, um, and I hope that I can do that manual attendance not me personally, but that we do that as long as we possibly can. So, because I, I want to have that connectivity to our people. So, with the administrative side of it, you're asking though, um, or you're, you're talking about if they know the last names, what's the difference? Because couldn't they just check in like they're that person without having to have any special admin? Absolutely, that, and that's what I do first. So I stand, I stand with with the tablet, and I will just put in last name right as the adults are coming in. Absolutely. But and that's what they could do as well. Because we have zone leaders for every section of seating that's there to try and track people that are going and watch for names and faces. Anyway. You could set them so up with a check-in with check-in capabilities. You could okay. just where they could where they could run a check-in. Absolutely, they could just stand back there, type in Smith, choose the right Smith, and check in that family. Now, hope, you know, and that's again, if they may not know who the kids are there, but they could go ahead and check in the adults at the very least that they if there were kids to check in. I want to show you something. Uh, in here that is, I think, one of the reasons that I am, um, w- one of the things that I really like about uh, the, the system here are these dashboards. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the dashboard capabilities. Oh, sorry. I forgot I had to close the presentation first. <laughs> Hey Shelby, I have these little things for dashboards. Is that okay to hand it out? Yeah. One of the key things that uh, Shelby's also going to pull up in the dashboard is there's a disengaging bar graph. And if on any of the graphs you click on it, it pulls up the people that make that. But it's telling you the people that are, are slowly pulling away from your church. I have a, either my attendance is dropping or my giving is dropping. It's going to put me on that disengage list. And all of a sudden, it's time to go have coffee with Mark because I'm showing all the signs. And a lot of times, we don't notice. I also pastor a small church. And I've made that phone call where I'm like, hey, Shelby, we missed you. You know, it's been a couple weeks. And he's like, well, it's actually been six months. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you go from there? You know, it's like, well, God bless you, you know. So this disengage is actually one of my favorite things. It shuts the back door of the church. We have great front doors. We have great back doors. And I love that Pathways is one of your favorite because Pathways is so easy to track people. Mm-hmm. So, so in the in the uh, uh, menu over on the side, you have a reporting. Again, this is this is a staff this is a staff menu. So you have to have a staff user to see this information. And and uh, Lydia does not see everything that I see because she doesn't have accounting access. Uh, so there's there's. 
just right there shows you some of how you can do different levels of permissions there. But under reporting, there's this dashboarding function, and I'll get into the giving one in my session later, um, but for attendance, I love the attendance one. Um, this one here is only showing you for this week, but uh, what I like to show is I like to show year-to-date. And it... Where is it? This month, last year, last 12 months. Where's year-to-date? I'm going to have to do a custom one. All right. So this is, this is 2016, 2017, and here's my 2018. So I can actually see right here on the snapshot my year-to-date, what our attendance has been looking like for our, for our church plan. Uh, for the last year uh, compared to where it was a year ago. Uh, but what, what Mark was talking and this gives you, this, and I'm only here looking, this is looking at small groups as well. I'm, my focus is typically on our Sunday morning attendance. That's what I'm kind of wondering about the most, and I didn't mean to reset that, but I did anyway. So I'm going to come over here, and I'm going to say, I only want to see my Sunday morning groups because that's, that's what I look at as being, you know, who was there on a Sunday morning. That's what every, every pastor understands is their, you know, their average church attendance. And so this, this, is, this is my comparison from 2017 to the first part of 2018 here. And um, that looks pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with that. Uh, when you see one of my giving charts later, you'll, you'll see that I'm really pleased with that. <laughs> So, because uh, God has been really good. But what what uh, um, Mark was talking about here is the disengaged world, and this is, and this is this is probably one of the coolest things is the is of the dashboarding. It's basically you can take you can take some measures from all of these other ones. The overview isn't really much of a graphical um, a graphical dashboard, but it gives you some really quick information. You know, I, we've had 33 different people who have actually created logins for our church, and that's not too bad when I have an active database of, of 100 people, and a lot of those are kids, so I've got about, I've got about you, know, a, you know, almost half of my adults uh, that have actually created a login. The people without a login, that's because I have a much bigger database that I, than, than what I would consider my active people. We have people that are just in, our ad, in, our, in there because we've got their name and address from an event. They're not part of the, They haven't come to a Sunday morning service and so forth. Um, you can also find out, and this is what, something you guys may find as you're making a migration. You may end up that you don't know how old your church is. I don't really know how old my church is because I've got 71 records that I don't have an age attached to them. And once your church reaches an average age of 50, it takes you 10 years to lower that number. So it's and so when when and please forgive me I'm not trying to be mean or rude when your little old ladies refuse to give you their age give them one I'm just kidding but you can tell them are you concerned about the future of our church well of course I'm I'm concerned about the future of our church. I want to you know I want to make sure that it's here for my grandkids and their grandkids um, well then we need to know how old our church is. And so we need to know how old you are that can help us determine the health and vitality of our church. Um, so I've got 71 records, though, that I have no idea how old they are, which is a lot of those are going to be kids for us as well. Um, but what I love, love, love is this involvement tab. And it pulls information from all of those that you see there. And you get to define, 
and unfortunately, I'm taking away from some of my own presentation later because I was going to talk about this. Um, but maybe you weren't going to be in my presentation because you don't have a clue or desire to be involved with the county. That's fine, too. I won't be too offended. Um, so this is, you get to define how this chart appears. So the blue is very active, orange is active, green is sporadic, purple is disengaged. For a four-week comparison, I love, I have no disengaged people. I have no disengaged people. But I can take this, I can look back at this, I can change how long am I going to look at. No, this, oh, this is not definable. I forgot that. You can't change the date range in this one. So it's just looking at a four-week period. Because, again, you don't want, you don't want, you hope you notice before four weeks go by if people are disengaging. So you want somebody to check this a little more periodically than that. Um, so you get to define what shows up here as far as um, how the data is how the data populates. So you can customize the metrics. Oh, you can't customize the metrics. I can't. I'm sorry. sorry. I can customize the metrics. And if you come to my session, you'll be seeing it. Um, but you can define, okay, how many, how many, you know, do, if they give a gift, what's that value? If they lead a group, what is that value? If they just attended something, is that, you know, what's, what on a scale of 1 to 10, what value do you, do you assign to that activity? And that tells you how involved people are. Um, now, I've got 65% of my church that they're just the same, which that doesn't sound bad. I'd love, for, I'd love to have more people um, moving up, but I've got 16% of my church that are that in four week, a four-week time span, they have, they have moved from, from, some, from one status to another. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And you can still see, I've, I've, I've got, I don't know what the percentage is, because it's not showing me. But here's what's really cool. Any one of these, so it's 6%, but you can actually click on that and find out who that is. From, from the chart, you can actually click on who it is that you've been missing for whatever reason. And so that can help you then, especially if, that, if disengaged had popped up on my involvement one then you could, from right there, you would be able to say, okay, who, who is disengaged? Let's see if I actually, I don't think I have anybody that's 10 feet. I get 0%. Okay, so let's look at these that are going down, though. From that list, you can do a couple of things. You see it's already selected all the names. Right from here, you can say, here's what I want to do. I want to send everybody on this list an email. So if, I, if, if there happens to be an email, and I don't have email addresses for all these people, but I could, right from there, I could send everybody an email, or I could export it back to a, to a CSV file if I wanted to do something else to it, or I could add them to a pathway. Say, okay, I want to, we have a disengaged follow-up pathway. And right from here, we do something called going, going, gone that we've developed. We're not actually using a pathway for it yet, because it's, I'm not really sure what the, all the criteria are that they look at it, because I've I love that I have people to just do that. And Julie's, and Julie's filled with that too. But I could, I could add them all to a pathway. So then if I wanted to be able to check back with them on, you know, on a periodic basis before at some point we have truly decided, you know what? We've made a good faith effort to reconnect with these people and they either have said they'd rather us not contact them because you know, they've moved on to another church or uh, they don't like the color of 
pastors close, I don't know, whatever. You know, they, they just don't want to come back anymore, and we're going to be fine with that. We'll then remove them from that pathway. But from right there, you can start your communication with that particular group of people. Uh, and, you, and, you know, certainly you could do just the, just the same with those who are, your, who are your fully engaged folks, and you could send them an email and say, I just want to thank you all so much for coming. We love that you're actively engaged in, our, in the life of our church, and, and uh, please let us know if there's anything that we can ever do to help you. So you don't have to just, your pastoral care doesn't have to be chasing people down that are leaving. You can help keep, again, close the back door. Sorry, I didn't mean to like. No, it's fine. Well, I kind of did. But. It's all good. Um, so. You guys have any, any, yeah, any questions? Yeah, any questions? you'd like to ask about? I have a question. Yeah. Go ahead. Our previous software and our previous pastor wanted everybody and his brother listed in the software. So I have over 3,000 profiles in my realm right now because when we did the conversions over there. So I've been working to delete. Like we had every single pastor that was licensed in the state of Ohio in our neighborhood. So. Oh, my. It's <laughs> a lot. How far down should I really scale that so that I can use this for the ACMR and stuff like that? Yeah. Right now, I turn out a directory and go through. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that there's, there's truthfully, there's not really a reason that you could not continue with all of those names in the database. But I would recommend that you would have a different. Uh, member status for those individuals that you're just wanting to just hold on to their data. Uh, that they're, they, they are just a placeholder record of some kind as opposed to someone who is actively involved in the life of your church. Uh, right now, we don't have, we don't have as, a, as a parent affiliated church, we have not yet established quote, membership for our church. So, um, I'm tagging folks attending and those are the ones that I know are actively involved in the life of the church. If there's a guest that comes for the first time, they'll get tagged as a prospect for a, for a season. But then I have uh, some individuals, and we have had some churches, uh, who, who have supported the launching of Hope Church, and they're simply tagged as donor. So they're gonna, I, I want to keep their information. I don't want to lose track of them, because I want to be able to write them a letter and thank you. And what's interesting is one of those couples actually gives to my parents' home church in Oklahoma, and that church forwards those funds on to me because uh, they, they know who we are. And so, though that couple has never technically written a check to Hope Church, I have them in my database so that periodically I can send them that thank you note because I, wanna, I want to, uh, to honor their, their uh, support of our, of our church. So there's no reason you couldn't just create another profile so that when you're running your reports for ACMR purposes, those people are never going to appear on this right here. They you, have, you have 75 customizable profiles. I have not met a church yet that's maxed that out. Yeah, there's, there's 75 <laughs> customizable profile fields that you can that I'm not even talking about. So you could you could have an active record that just was you know you know Ohio minister, Ohio church, and just so you, again you can maintain that if you want to. Now, knowing what I know, what. Ohio has available. You don't need to have all those names and addresses right, in right. your database because we can get that for you. But that's neither here nor there. Do you guys have any questions regarding whatever software you may be using right now? Is that because? Maybe there's 
there's a similarity that though this is not what you're using, uh, it might give you some ideas of how to better implement your own your own system. Yes. We use a product called CDM Plus. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about it. I just started in November. Our secretary of 32 years finally retired. Okay. <laughs> and I took over. And I just get excited when I report for this, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still trying to figure out all the ins and outs of it. And some of it's similar to this, but this is a lot more modern. I don't know if you know anything about CDM Plus. We've had it for like 20 years. I don't know anything personally about CDM Plus, other than I'm not surprised to hear that this looks more modern, because that's been around. And, and truth be told, the product that they're migrating from, that I work with at the network, just, uh, network office, um, ACS actually calls that, and just, it gets under my skin, they call it a legacy product. And, and CDM Plus is a legacy product as well. It, it hasn't had a lot of improvements over the last several years. And I, I know of a couple of district offices like us that, are, that use that, that are looking for something else. Um, but here's what I'm going to recommend. Here's what I'm, I always recommend. Ask your people to let you have some training. So if you're if you've now been if you've now been tasked with that role and and you're you feel like you're spinning your wheels trying to get up to speed, ask if you, they can provide you some training of some format because you will never be able you will never maximize the use of that unless you know how to use all of it and and uh, so if that's a possibility for you, I would encourage that. Um, is there a question about something in particular that you're just wondering about? Not really. Um, I, I like the idea of the, being able to email people and people be able to log in to sign up for classes. And I don't know if this program, this product, can do that kind of thing. And I know our pastor would like to get to that point, so maybe he can encourage the board to invest. <laughs> well, and, and I, know, I know that uh, ACS uh, has the capability with most other uh, database systems that are out there. If you're if you're coming from another product, they do have the capability. If if you if, if they go if you go shopping, they have question. the ability they have the ability to convert that. That okay. usually is a paid service on top of the in, as part of the process. And, um, but uh, uh, but that is a possibility. And uh, along with that, you know, as as Mark said a minute ago, one of the nice things that you know they when I first began using ACS, people in financial. Now, 18 years ago, the, the notion of anything online computer-based training was not heard of. Right. So that now, not only is that available, but it's going to become something that's just a part of your Realm subscription, if you were to have Realm, is huge. Because that, that lets you flatten out that learning curve a lot, because you're, you're going to be able to train your people. They do have some paid things that you can add on if you want some more intense or uh, some more intense training. But you're gonna you're gonna have what you need to be able to get up to speed in the new system uh, with a new user in a much easier fashion than, than probably has ever been a possibility before. Uh, I went through just yesterday. I walked through. There were I think three different, and there's a fourth one I didn't do yet, but three different of the accounting tutorial trainings they had available online, and I think it was a total of about, because I was kind of slow, just I was doing other things, about two hours of doing that. But I think each session was only intended to be about 20 or 30 minutes long, 
uh, as I was going through, but I would pause and do something else because I was getting ready for today. Um, and so that, that, you know, if you're, okay, well, how do I do this? You'll be able to actually see how, how that's done with a, with a, a video tutorial, and it uh, was really clean. Shelby, one of the things, I'll speak from the company side, the reason why Realm was developed was not only to create a people management and a financial management, but also a social media side. Because if, if this were our church, right here in this room, um, some of y'all would say, hey, my preferred method is email. Some of you would say, I, I only do text. Are you doing Snapchat? I just read this week that um, Facebook usage in teenagers is dropping dramatically. That's old technology. And it's going to always be changing. So we had to prepare something that would not only take care of all of the needs that Lydia needed to do, that all the financial needs that Shelby needed, but also to give every staff person the ability to share, hey, we're having this. Um, I'm doing an outreach this weekend. Who can come? You can RSVP. By the way, I need people to bring ladders. We're going to go fix up some of these houses. Can you bring paint? I need food, pizzas. Can anybody come? And all of a sudden, I see you're bringing some pizza. You're bringing some ladders. I've got wheelbarrows. I've got an event going on now. And I didn't have to try to email, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and that's what's happening in the church. We just So when you see Realm, by the way, we have 90 full-time developers, which are not cheap people to you know, <laughs> make money, leave the ministry, go into industry, uh, software development. But we have 90 full-time developers working on this to create that fully integrated people, financial, social media. And there's not another company out there that's doing those three things. They'll do one, they'll do the other, they'll maybe do two, but not all three. By the way, payroll is scheduled to be released fourth quarter of this year. We're going to be showing it at conference in May. Um, I'm going to tell you right away, though, I'm, I'm having, a, especially my larger clients, and, and we have large clients using Realm, don't go with the first version, okay? So you keep, keep your, if you have your legacy financials, keep that going. Um, but it's, it's going to be there. Because we have to write actually 50 different codes because what we use in Texas is not what you would have, you can plug and play and use here in Ohio, so, but. If you're, but that's only if you're, if you're using the legacy product for payroll. Correct. If, if you have a third, if you're using payroll. an outsource for payroll and just drop you in as an entry, there's nothing that would keep you from utilizing the accounting functionality in, in Realm. If you ever need any help, um, if you decide to go with Realm, setting up pathways, anything like that, I, I want to offer myself to you as like a resource to use if you ever need any help. Um, just shoot me an email. I'll be happy to help in any way. So. And, that's, and, and that is not lip service. You hear a lot Seriously, of people say I mean that. It. <laughs> I'm actually going to an Episcopal church in Dublin on Friday that are currently a legacy client. They use ACS People and Financial and are considering moving to Realm. They got a hold of my name because I host a user group here for the legacy product. I host it at my office, and she got my name from that. But in our communication, she informed me they were looking to move to Realm, and I said, well, I'm also a Realm user because my church uses it. And so if you have questions about that, because they're wanting to migrate, so I'm actually in my own time, off the clock, Friday afternoon, going to make a trip to an Episcopal church. 
uh, South Hills Baptist Church from John's, Johnstown over on the west side of Columbus. I met with them several months back because uh, they were m- moving from old system to realm. And we just, we've helped the United Methodist Church with uh, planning center questions. Yeah. This little church at that time, we had like 40 people on a great day. You know, and this, this United Methodist Church was looking for someone that could come help and and our virtual assistant say, hey, they're like five miles from each other. And sure enough, actually, the secretary of that church that posted on Facebook lives down the street from me and Julie. Four houses down. Not lying. And so, you know, we, we're just, and Jordan and I went tomorrow, just went to help, you know, to answer some questions for them. We just, you know, it's, it's the kingdom for us, so we don't, you know, it's, there's nothing in it for us, and we just want to make it easier for everybody else. Yeah. So, all right. that's all we have. You guys have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you so much.